Welcome to our Through the Bible study here on Bible In-Depth Network with Alex. In our study, we look at the context of Scripture and how it applies to our daily lives. We also believe that there's no limitation to the revelation of the Word God. Let's study together today. Yes, praise be to God. I hope you're safe. I hope the Lord has kept you safe and sound. This is a day that the Lord has met. We shall rejoice and we shall be glad in it. Thank you for joining us for a time of the study of the Word of God. Here we study the Bible. We aim to study from the book of Genesis to Revelation. And by the grace of God, we have done the Old Testament. Right now, we are handling the New Testament, the book of Matthew. It's almost done, by the way. And uh, we've done 19 chapters. Today, I want us to continue with chapter 20 of the book of Matthew. And uh, as we study, may the Lord lead us. May the Lord speak to us. May the Lord reveal something to us because, like we say, there's no limitation to the revelation of the word of God. God reveals his word to everyone who shows the need and desire. And that I believe he will do for you today as we study. Matthew chapter 20. Matthew chapter 20 tells us, For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. Now, the beauty with the word of God, the beauty with the study of the word of God, is that it is made easier for us by being put in terms of the physical, of the things we understand. When Jesus is preaching his message to the disciples or to the people that would listen to him, he made sure that he makes it relatable. And right here is bringing an example of a landowner and going out to hire laborers. This is an experience that he knows they will understand because it is part of their daily activity. It is part of the things they do. So it is not going to be uh, rocket science. It's going to be easy to understand when he's telling them that. And the good thing, even for us here, in like the field I work, it's the same scenario about getting out to hire laborers. Even you who's listening, you may be in a similar scenario. Either you're the one who gets the laborers or you're the one who is uh, given the work to do. So Jesus makes his message relatable. That's very key for us not to complicate teachings, not to make things hard to understand so that uh, people can be able to uh, understand the word of God, understand the precepts that are being taught. And that is how easy it should be to understand the kingdom of heaven. That is how easy it should be for me to preach to somebody that they understand. They don't come out of the service when they're totally confused. You know, the, the teachings of Jesus were quite plain, quite simple, quite direct. And that is the same way it should be for us because we need to make sure people understand. There is no logic or there is no excellence in being too complicated and complex in your message that people end up not understanding. So Jesus here is speaking about something they know. He's telling them about a landowner who goes out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. Yeah, When he had agreed with the laborers for a denarius for the day, he sent them into his vineyard. So what does this uh, landowner do? He goes out 
He finds people early in the morning and he agrees with them for a denarius. A denarius was the wage for the day, was the pay that was known for the day. You get a, 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 a rate that is known that this is how much is paid per day. Yeah? And uh, that is what he agrees with them. Of course, the work day starts at 6 a.m. This is the time now that he finds these people who he picks out and gives the job. 6 a.m. And he sends them into his vineyard. He has agreed that he'll give them the pay for the day. And he went out about the third hour and saw others standing idle in the marketplace. Why are these people standing idle in the marketplace? It is likely that they went early because it, if it's time for harvest or uh, it's an active agriculture period, they probably went early, like 6 a.m., did their work, and they were done early, so they're standing idle. They don't have what to do. Or they might have not had any work to do that day, yeah? And now they are standing in the marketplace idle. So he goes out about the third hour. The third hour now that we are being told here is 9 a.m. So this uh, land... Jesus is telling us about this landowner getting out at 9 a.m. and he finds others in the marketplace. And he had a lot of work to do. He had so much work to do that the ones that he had hired in the morning to go work at 6 a.m. would not complete the work. That's why he goes out and finds these at 9 a.m. And to those he said, you also go into the vineyard and whatever is right, I'll give you. So they went. Now, the second ones, it's interesting that they do not agree about the denarius. But he's telling them whatever is right. And of course, 9 a.m., someone might have an argument that that is still a full day's pay. Yeah? But we're told here, he sends them into the vineyard. And the Bible tells us, and so they went. He does not stop because he still has a lot of work to do. There's still a lot to accomplish. Yeah? And now, the Bible tells us, in verse 6, And about the eleventh hour, he went out and found others standing around. Hmm? Now, he said to them, What have you been standing here doing all day? And they say to him, because no one hired us. Now, these people wanted to work, but they didn't get anybody to hire them. Now, this is around 11 a.m. So, he said to them, you go into the vineyard too. So, he's getting another group. And when they go to the vineyard, of course, when they reach there, they know what is to be done. Because the work has been outlaid, firstly, by those who went at 6 a.m. They see what they are doing, so they will start their portion. They will start to work. So you have those who went at 6 a.m., you have those who went at 9 a.m., and then you have those who are going at close to midday, yeah? And they're going to work. So what happens? When evening came, the landowner or the owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, Sorry. I need, to, I need to get back to verse 5. Again, he went out about the 6th and ninth hour and did the same thing. He goes uh, at six, the 6th hour, which is midday. 
and the ninth hour, which is uh, 3 p.m., and he does the same thing. He goes out and hires people to go into the vineyard. Yeah, He hires these people. And about the 11th hour, that is 5 p.m., yeah, I beg your pardon. About the 11th hour, that is 5 p.m., he went out and found others standing there. And he said to them, what have you been doing standing here all day? And they said to him, because no one hired us. And he told them to go to the vineyard too. So he has those he hired at 6 a.m. He has those he hired at 9 a.m. He has those that he hired at midday. He has those that he hired at 3 p.m. And also... He has hired some at 5 p.m. to go and work. When evening came, the landowner of the, the, the landowner said to the foreman, yeah, the owner of the vine, tells the foreman, the foreman, of course, those are people who run affairs on the workplace or at the site. And he had one. So he tells him, call the laborers and pay them their wages. Now, there's a principle here we don't have to miss. When people work, they have to be paid. Jesus brings it clearly in an example here that this owner of the vineyard he informs the man in charge at the vineyard, call them and pay them their wages. We have a habit of not paying people who have worked we have a habit of not paying people, yet they have worked. And that is not good. Every worker deserves their pay. Every worker deserves their pay. And here it is even mentioned that they are paid, that it is given in time. They are not told, come back next week or come back a month later. No. He tells him, call them and pay them their wages. There's a very bad habit, even among us Christians, of not paying people. It doesn't matter which status you are. It doesn't matter how anointed you are or how much God has used you. You have got to pay people their pay because they've worked for it. They have worked for it. They have to be paid. And may God help us because when you cheat people of their pay, be sure that it will be given back to you. It will be. It is a, a, a concept of reaping what you sow. If you don't pay people, then you will not be paid at one point. Sometimes we complain and argue and say, why, why, why isn't this person paying me? But do you pay those that you have to pay? Because it may be you reaping what you sow. So he calls and tells his foreman, call the laborers and pay them their wages. And he instructs this as well. Beginning with the last group to the first, he's saying, as you call them, start by saying, those who came at 5 p.m., come, pay them. Then you call those who came at 3 p.m., come, then you pay them. Then you go ahead, those who came at midday, come, then you pay them. Then those who came at 9 a.m., then you pay them. Then lastly, you pay those who came at 6 in the morning. Those are the ones you should pay last. So, when those hired about the 11th hour came, each received a denarius. Now, that is the issue. Those who came at 5 p.m. 
still received a full day's pay. And now that is the question. How come people who have worked for just one hour, because they stop work at 6 p.m., how come those who have worked for one hour are still receiving a full day's pay? How come? How come? And that must have been a question. Even these who received it must have been shocked. Like, okay, we just came and worked for one hour and we received a denarius. We've received a full day's pay with just one hour of work. How possible is that? I just want to imagine how they look when they are being given their full day's pay. And they're looking at each other and says, this is where we shall always work. This guy is a good uh, boss. He's paid us full day. He's paid us full, full pay. When those hired first came, now after they've paid everybody, everyone gets a denarius. Those at five, those at three, midday, nine, they are all given full day's pay. Now when those who came at six approached to be paid, they thought that they will receive more. They thought we came early, 6 a.m., we were quite early. Clearly, the boss should know that we deserve to be paid much more than the rest. We came so early and deserve to be paid more than the rest. Now, there's a lot that is in this. We do not know and we are not told whether these people who came at six, after seeing people joining them, they reduced their work rate. That is one thing to look at. Because it's also possible. All, when they saw this coming at five, they thought, okay, by the time they're bringing these, for us who've worked for long, the boss will understand that we've been the best laborers. We've done the best work. So, they hoped that they would get more or receive more. But each of them also received a denarius. Even those who came at six were given the same pay as those who came at five. The day's pay. The full day's pay. And the Bible tells us when they received it, they grumbled at the landowner saying, these last men have worked only one hour and you have made them equal to us who have borne the burden and the scorching heat of the day. We have been here since morning. We saw the sun come up. It started heating us from six. It got tougher at midday. It got tougher at three. And now you are paying us the same money as those who came at five. How? You are not fair. They are grumbling at the landowner. You are not a good boss. How can you let us go through all this pain of the day and you're still paying us equal to those who came at five? How come that you have not considered us with all that we've done, with all the work that we have done and gone through in this day and you pay us the same amount as the ones who came late? They're grumbling, they're complaining, there's a meeting that has sat and they're complaining and arguing. Tempers flaring. But now the landowner says to one of them, friend, you know it's always very good to 
when when a, a large group is in argument, you pick out one. You pick out one and set them aside because you can't argue with an entire group. There are all types of tempers that are in that group. Some can fight, some can get uh, out of shape. So you pick out one, you look, whenever you're, in, you, you're having such a scenario that there are very many people and there's a conflict, you need to pick out one. There's one who will look like they can calm down, compose themselves and speak for the group because there's always that one person who can speak for the rest. So this landowner calls out one of them, says, you come. And even calls him friend to show him that it's not because I don't like you guys. It's not because I have a problem with you people. No. He says, you come, my friend. And he tells him, I'm doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for a denarius? Remember, the Bible told us from the start, as we started to read, that they agreed a denarius. Those are the people he spoke to first, 6 a.m. The 6 a.m. Lord agreed a denarius. They agreed that that is how much we are going to pay for a day. So he asks this guy, I want you to tell me, didn't we agree for a denarius? Why are you complaining now about being paid more when we agreed for a denarius? Why are you complaining now about getting a lot more? Yet we agreed this pay. And all the people who have come to work today also deserve the pay because that is the pay for the day. And that is how this boss works. That is his principle. For him, he does not tell you because you've, you've, gotten, you've come at midday, then you'll have half the pay. He still gives you a full pay. And he tells him, verse 14, take what is yours and go. But I wish to give you this last man the same as to you. He tells him, take what is yours and go. But I wish to give to this last man the same as to you. It is my desire because bosses have different ways of working. Some are more generous than others. There are some who pay less to the one who came last. Some, there are actually some who might even give more to those who came first. But the way this landowner works, the way this boss operates, is he gives equal to each and every one. Whether you came at six or midday or five, he gives equal to each and every one. And he says, is it not lawful for me to do what I wish with what is my own. It is my money. That is what I wish to do with it. I agreed with you, so I have not cheated anybody. Or is your eye envious because I am generous? They are picturing this man as a generous man. Because clearly, even by just reading this story, you can see that he was a generous man. How do you pay somebody who worked for an hour? A full day's pay. He was a generous man. He has a lot. He can pick from that which he has. It is his. So he can pick and give. And he's asking, is your eye envious? You know, there are some times where we see people receive things and we start to get envious. We say, how can that person receive that? Yet I've been in this industry a lot more. How can this person be getting this? Yet I've worked a lot more. 
How can this person be favored like this? Yet I have worked a lot more than the rest. And he concludes by saying, So the last shall be first. And the first last. This principle was shown in the pay time. The ones who came at five were paid and they even went off first. The ones who were paid who came at six were paid last principle. The last shall be first. And the first shall be last. He's telling them that this is my principle and what I give is mine. Now, why does Jesus bring such a story and tell us that that is how the kingdom of heaven is? Because he relates this story that we've just shared to the kingdom of heaven. He's relating it to the principles of God. He's relating this story to the works of God. He's being very clear and tells us that this is how the kingdom of heaven is. It is like this landowner. It is like this boss who goes out early in the morning to hire laborers in his field. Now God has laborers. That is you and me. God has laborers and we are in this field and it is his because he created the world. He created this field that we are in, this vineyard. And there is activity that happens in this vineyard and he picked us and put us in the vineyard. He came and said, you come, Alex. He called you. Whoever you are, you place your name and said, come. And he placed us in this workplace. So Jesus is giving us the concept that works for the kingdom of God. And now, he has made it clear that as far as the kingdom of God is concerned, we are all equal. As far as the kingdom of God is concerned, there are no favorites. As far as the kingdom of God is concerned, those who start at six are equal to those who start at nine and are equal to those who start at midday and five. As long as they've all come and worked, before God the pay is the same. God will bless you when you started ministry when you are three or five years old or ten years old. God will still bless you when you start ministry at 60. It doesn't matter who started at what time. The pay is the same. He says he will reward you. His reward will be there for his people. And he has made it clear to these by telling them, I have no favorites. And sometimes there's that habit where you try to, to think that because you are longer in Christianity or you have served God longer, then you should have more than those who have just started. You will feel because you have uh, been in ministry for years, yeah, then God should reward you a lot more than the rest. That is not something we read here. That is not something we read in the Bible. That's not the what we see Jesus saying in this case. 
the rewards of serving God are clear. The rewards for doing the work of God are clear. God will reward you with life. Life will come to those who started serving well young. And it will also come to those who started serving when old. You will have that crown that is incorruptible that is placed upon you. Whether you started young or old or whatever point in time. You will have that crown of righteousness upon your life. Because that is the reward. That is the reward and it is a full reward. It is full pay. It is a denarius. Everyone shall receive it. There are no favorites when it comes to the vineyard of the kingdom of heaven. Everyone receives their worth. You receive the crown of righteousness. You receive the crown of glory. You receive the crown of rejoicing. You receive all good things because that is what you get when you labor. When we labor, In the Lord, it is not in vain. When we labor in the Lord, we have a place in heaven. When we labor in the Lord, we have that which is promised to us that we shall get that day. And I want you to know today, it doesn't matter what time you start. You can start now. It doesn't matter how much It may seem like you're late. You can start now. He will still say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. As they are paying these people who came at at, at 5 p.m., that is what they told them. Well done, my good and faithful servant. You had to work for an hour and you have worked. So receive your pay. So everybody, you need to understand that you can get that which is worth when you do the kingdom of God. And it is wrong for us to think that those who have stayed in the gospel long enough are the ones who receive a lot more. We are all in the vineyard of Christ. And when he pays, he pays equal. The blessing that you've seen somebody get is the same. I want to imagine those who were paid last and when they kept seeing these people being paid and walking in rejoicing and happy that they have a meal to eat because they've been paid, they wondered, will that come to me? Yes, it will. Serve God with all you had. Do his work. Get in that vineyard and preach the gospel and attend to the people of God because that's the vineyard we have. We are going to go out there and bless God's people. We are going to go out there and speak to God's people and serve them. We are servants. We are taken there to serve, to weed, to clean, to harvest, to make things look good. See that the process comes out well for the vineyard to have results. This that God has given us, this ministry, this serving him, from wherever you serve him from, it may even be at your workplace. Do the best. And your reward at the end of the day is there. It's been known. And I want us to believe that today. And also to remember that God has no favorites. All those who do the work in his vineyard shall receive their worth. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for speaking 
to us. Help us do the best. Help us be the best laborers. And may we do that which you will for us today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us for our study today. We believe that the world of God is alive and new each day. Open your heart and let God speak to you. You can also access our teachings through our Podbean channel or reach us through our website, bibleindepth.com. 